This is Brojo Online. Masculinity, confidence, and integrity with Dan Munro. What's up, peeps? Welcome back to Brojo Online. Today we're going to be talking about money, which I don't think we've ever directly talked about. But it's something that's so huge in the self-development space, this idea of financial freedom, of achieving financial freedom. Whether through its uh, latest craze like Bitcoin and blockchain, or it's from starting your own business, or investing in property, or just, you know, moving up the corporate ladder. Whatever it is, there's this common theme amongst people, this idea of achieving financial freedom. And this is worshipped as a noble goal. And not just a noble goal, but like a necessary one. People don't even question somebody who's trying to make a lot of money. They don't They don't stop and go, why? Why would you do that? It's just such a given that that's a good idea by society standards. And if this is you, if you are trying to achieve financial freedom, please listen to what I have to say. You can still chase money after this podcast if you want to. And there's nothing I can say that will ruin your life's goals. But I used to, and now I don't, when it comes to chasing money. I used to chase money, now I don't. And I'm so glad I made that shift, and I want to talk to some of you who have been chasing money, and maybe offer you a perspective that might it might point you towards a more satisfying pursuit, possibly, without you needing to give up your career or anything. So my own story. I was working at Department of Corrections. I'd finally gone into a, like a stable career. And I was at the government department. And I was moving up the chain. I was getting promotion after promotion. I think I got like five promotions in seven years. Moving well up the chain. And by the end of my time in corrections, I was being paid about 85000 a year. Now that's not millionaire level money, of course. But for me, that was incredible wealth. Compared to what I had been, you know, I used to earn like $13 an hour as a landscaper. I didn't even have enough money to save. All my money went back into just getting me to work and providing some uh, food and alcohol. At 85 k I could travel anywhere in the world anytime I felt like it. I could buy clothes that I wanted. I could live the place I wanted to live. There was really, I'd never have to worry about going in the red. I could blow all my money and my bank account would be topped right up again. I wasn't saving or investing, but I didn't need to. I just had this steady flow of decent money. I had literally thousands of dollars a week coming into my account. You know, for me, this was, it should have been, financial freedom. It was the definition of what I'd previously thought financial freedom was. I had total options. There was nothing that I wanted that I couldn't have uh, for financial reasons. I wanted to buy something, I could afford it. Even if it was outside of my pay range, I had the income to justify a good loan. There's really, I was financially free by most people's standards. And I crashed psychologically because it took me a while to realize it built up this crash, but all that money in the bank didn't do shit for the things that were actually important to me. It didn't increase my social skills. It didn't increase my my self-confidence. It didn't actually make me feel that much more secure. My talents and other skills and abilities didn't go up in any way because of that money sitting in my bank account or coming in on my paycheck. And I had a dilemma. I was like, this is supposed to feel really good. You know, I've been fighting my whole life for this. I feel like I definitely crossed the imaginary line into financial freedom, and yet my quality of life seems largely unaffected by that. What the fuck's going on? 
So I want to talk a little bit about what I've realized in my journey and why finances mean so little to me now. People believe that you will have more freedom with more money. That's simply put, isn't it? I mean, who here listening doesn't believe that? It seems like an immutable law of physics, doesn't it? If I have more money, I have more freedom. That belief I'm going to challenge today. It will feel like I'm challenging the belief in gravity. You will really struggle with the idea that this belief can even be challenged. The idea that being richer does not make you more free. But hear me out. Because if that belief is wrong, then your entire goal structure for your career could be wrong. So it's worth making sure you've heard the whole argument before you decide that chasing money is a worthwhile investment of your time and energy. I can tell you right now, I've had more sensations of freedom as a broke wannabe entrepreneur than I ever had as a uh, high five-figure employee. When I had enough money in my bank account to do whatever I want, I generally felt less free than I did in the first few months of being an entrepreneur where I had fucking no money and no idea where my next paycheck was coming from. And I do not believe I am an isolated case. I do not believe I am a special person. I believe I was simply shown a truth that most people are not showing. Let's start from the beginning. What is money? What is money? And what do you mean by financial freedom? Well, lately the idea of money has become very clear to me in that it doesn't exist. So money's not a real thing. Money is an agreement, a trust between people. We represent that trust with uh, loan agreements, with banknotes, even with gold and silver in some places. We represent money with kind of stand-in objects or tokens. But ultimately what these tokens represent is just an agreement between people. I'm saying that this house is worth 10,000 values. And you give me a token that says 10,000 values on it. And I give you my house. We all have to agree on that value of that token for you to have my house. That's what money is. It's this imaginary thing that we all agree on so that we have an economic system. And I'm not bagging on money. I think it's a very valuable system and it's much better than the old system of kind of trade good for good. Because you can't have any growth with that old system. But what do people mean by financial freedom? Well, if money is in fact imaginary, which it is... There is no real thing such as money. There's you. If everyone stopped agreeing on money, we wouldn't be able to pay for anything. A $20 note is a worthless piece of paper. But financial freedom is the idea that you have enough imaginary money that the agreement you have with everyone is you can do whatever you want. That's financial freedom, isn't it? When most people say they want financial freedom, they don't exactly have a number in mind. Some people do, like, I want to be a millionaire. But most people, it's more of a concept. This concept of having unlimited choice, of having no option unavailable, no option that they want unavailable. They've seen options that they wanted that have been unavailable because they didn't have enough imaginary money. And so they think, well, if I got to a stage where I had enough, a vague, undefined number of money, then I would be able to have that stuff that I want and need. So we've got this kind of equation. Imaginary money equals options. Options equals happiness, right? The more monies I have, the more options I have. The more options I have, the more happiness I have. That is the belief system behind financial freedom, isn't it? 
You want to get enough monies to have enough options to have enough happiness. I want to tell you a story about someone I know personally. I wasn't the first person that I became aware of in my life where money didn't solve all the problems. There's another guy I know. I won't give into too much detail because some people listening will also know him. He's a very wealthy guy. Um, incredibly wealthy. He's multi-multi-millionaire. So by most people's standards, he's rich. And I'd say by most people's standards in terms of what does it mean to be financially free, he meets the criteria. Okay, he has literally millions of dollars in cash. He has millions, millions more in assets like boats and houses and property and gold and currencies. The guy's rich. He's rich even by a billionaire standard. A billionaire wouldn't call him poor. But is he happy? No, he's not. He drinks himself to sleep every night. He brags about his wealth to try and get approval and validation. He cheats on his wife. These are not the behaviors of somebody who is confident and satisfied and feeling secure. Which doesn't make sense because if he has all the options, why doesn't he have all the happiness? Why is he more miserable than some of the poorest people I know? If money is indeed the solution to all of your unhappiness, why doesn't he have it? And is he an exceptional case? Is he the only rich guy who feels this way? Well, obviously not. If you pay attention to the tabloids, watch all the rich, famous celebrities go through one hell after another. Drug addictions, divorces, scandals. Money doesn't seem to prevent shitty things from happening in their lives. They have all these options and yet they seem miserable. Why? Why is that? Hmm? Because the real equation is more money equals more options but less freedom. That's the secret equation that no one's telling us about. The more money you make, the less freedom you have. More options is not more freedom. It's less. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Now, this doesn't mean you can't be rich and happy. But what I'll be saying today is basically the only way you can be both rich and happy is if you don't care about money. If financial freedom has a different definition to you. Money is a myth. It is a fantasy. It is a fiction we've made up. An agreement that exists only in our minds. There is no real thing as such as money. We represent it with tokens, but it's like God. It's represented by the Bible, but you can't point at a God. There is no physical manifestation of him. The same with money. There is no real money. There's just an agreement that money exists. If we all die, money dies with us. But some people, if they believe in financial freedom, in the way it was first described, then if money is taken away, if this fictional thing is taken away, the very real freedom they have is taken away too. If someone believes, hey, I need money to have options, to have freedom, then all you have to do to remove their freedom is remove their money. Because then they'll believe they have no options. They become victims. I want you to really register that right now. Your options are not expanded by your money. They're limited by them. You have to go to work because you need money. You have to pay back your loan so that you don't lose too much money. Any have-to is not a freedom. That's slavery. Real financial freedom, I want you to hear me clearly here. Real financial freedom is the person who doesn't need a single dollar. The person who has no emotional attachment and no decision-making restriction based on finances. That is financial freedom. Financial freedom is not having the most money. It's having the least attachment to money. You're free from money, not free because of it. 
One way to look at it is almost certainly in the human future, it's almost inevitable that there must be some sort of huge economic crash. We're pumping imaginary money into a system that has finite resources. Such a ongoing system cannot hold up forever. Eventually there'll be too many people and too many money for the things that we actually have, the food, resources, pleasures. Or there'll be a nuclear war. Or there'll be something where money stops being the agreement. Where money no longer has any value as as a myth. Where, let's say if you're put in an apocalyptic world, and all that matters is goods that you can survive on, no one's going to want money. They're just going to want the goods. No one's going to be stockpiling money. They need to survive day to day. Money will lose all value. It would be much better to have a lighter and a tin of water to trade with than a $20 bill that no one can use for survival. Let's imagine that scenario exists. Now, a financially free person in that scenario is someone who doesn't care about money. That's the person who will thrive. The person who will find the suckers who still care about money and give them money in order to take their valuable resources. The people who are seeking financial freedom in the old definition, trying to stockpile money, they're the ones who will die first. Because they won't realize that the rules have changed. That money never really existed. Financial freedom is not about needing money. It's not even about having money. It's about having the skills, strengths, ability to make relationships and connections, and the psychology needed to survive without money. Happiness without money. If you, if I was able to reach into your brain right now and push a button that gave you full trust in yourself to survive and do what you need to do without money, would you still pursue it? If I gave you a choice, $1 million right now, or the ability to enjoy life without needing a single dollar, which one would you choose? Now, a lot of you would choose the million, wouldn't you? And that's the trap. You worship money. You would actually choose it like a like choosing a faith. You choose it over the ability to not need it. How is that freedom? That's slavery you're describing. Money is an imaginary tool. Anyone hoarding it is holding on to an illusion. They're trusting in a fictional future. The imaginary bank account numbers that I have will buy me some freedom in the future once I get those numbers up. That's what a lot of people say to themselves. Like, I hate my fucking job. I don't want to go there, but I'm building up my numbers. Imaginary as those numbers might be, in the future, I'll be free. Well, if that's true, then how come my friend who I mentioned earlier, the multi-multi-millionaire who never needs to work a day in his life, still chasing money, still behaving like someone who's deeply insecure and lacking in self-worth? How do you explain him? Especially when he's clearly not an anomaly that many rich and famous people suffer still to this day. That all the options in the world haven't the the hoarding of that illusion you know a, a great one is when you see when you see someone like say warren buffett right the king of money still wearing a suit and tie <laughs> is that really the most comfortable thing he could find to wear is that the most free thing he could wear that suit and tie or is that part of the restriction in order to be the master of money you've got to wear the uniform how free is he really if he still wears a suit? You know? 
There are other entrepreneurs which so show signs of real freedom because they don't seem to give a fuck about money. Think of someone like, say, Steve Jobs. Wore the jeans and the t-shirt, right? Now I have no doubt he cared about money. I don't know him personally. But he seemed to be much more passionate about something else. I'm sure, you know, him getting kicked out of Apple in the early stages or whatever happened there, that didn't put him off keep, keep going. He lost all financial security and kept going anyway. He still had freedom of choice, freedom of movement, freedom to be determined and bold and courageous and honest in his mission. Money didn't stop him. It didn't help him or stop him. He just went for it anyway. Who's more free, him or Warren Buffett? Well, I guess he he's dead now, so that answers that. But what I'm saying here, choices made solely on money are slave decisions. You're owned by global economics, a complete absence of freedom there. If you have to work 40 hours a week and you feel like you've got no choice in that matter, you have no freedom now. And no amount of money is going to change that. For most of you, the amount of money you think you need for financial freedom means you're going to be elderly and frail by the time you have that freedom. You'll be so restricted by your body that all that imagined freedom you want to have can't even be acted on anyway. You're ruled by an invisible God. You're worshipping money, and yet money has had very little to do with your actual freedom. A lot to do with your options, there's no denying that. People will give you more house and more travel and more product if they can agree with you that you have more money that you can give to them. Sure. But is that freedom? Is freedom having stuff? Is freedom doing fancy things? Or is freedom having a choice? Think of this. Who's more free? The corporate lawyer working 90 hours a week, no time for hobbies or relationships or socializing, with a million dollars plus in his bank account, working towards partnership. That's person number one. He doesn't like being a lawyer, particularly, but he likes stockpiling money. He believes in financial freedom. Now, person number two is in prison, but he likes being in prison. And every day he wakes up, he does whatever the fuck he wants. Some days, if he feels like doing push-ups, he does push-ups. If he feels like playing cards, he plays cards. If he wants to talk to someone, he talks to them. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Every day is his to choose from the limited range of options within the prison. Who's more free of those two people? In that moment, not what will they be in the future, what are they now? Who has more freedom? Because that's really the answer here. If you believe person one has more freedom, that means you believe in the old-fashioned concept of financial freedom, that more money in your bank account means you have more options, therefore you are free. And yet, objectively, it's like he has no object options at all. He has to work 90 hours a week, burning himself out, making money for somebody else, doing something he hates. How is that a definition of freedom? How is that more a definition of freedom of the guy who wakes up and does what he feels like most of the time, does what he feels is the right thing to do, based on what's available to him. Now you think, oh, he's in prison, he's not free. But freedom isn't about where you're at. We're all stuck to the earth. We're all trapped by the laws of our countries. We're all restricted. We're all in prisons. But how much you exercise your ability to choose within those limited range of options, that's freedom. 
More money may expand the walls of your prison, but if you're not going to walk around that prison and enjoy it, then are you really free? More options equals increased dissatisfaction. And there's some really strong research to, to back this up. I think it's called the choice dilemma. I remember when I was younger going into a DVD store to hire DVD before, you know, that's how old I am. I would go into the store, and if there's a lot of options, I'd be stuck in the store for fucking ages. I couldn't choose. There was like six different movies I wanted to watch. I'd be there for like an hour and I'd end up going home with the one I didn't even want because I just panicked. But if someone goes, do you want to watch this one or this one? It's easy for me. I'm like, boom, that one. I'm straight into watching a movie. No time wasted. Complete freedom. Increased options doesn't increase freedom. The person who owns a mansion doesn't spend much time in most of the house. And probably feels guilty about it. And panicky, like, fuck, I should probably use more of this thing. Got all these properties around the world, I should probably stay there. Now I have to go stay there just to justify having these properties. Got a private plane, I better fly in it. How is that freedom when you have to do it? Put it this way. I want you to think about your career. Think about what you've been doing for money over the last month or so. Okay. Now imagine that you got a note from your doctor that says you're going to die tomorrow. There's no, there's nothing they can do. You're going to die tomorrow. And you're looking back over this month. Were you living freely? Were you living by the value of freedom this month? There's a big difference between wealth and resourcefulness. One of the reasons that some rich people are free, it's not because they have a lot of money, but it's because they have the balls and the ability to make money, which is something else. They can go bankrupt six times and recover seven. Their wealth doesn't help them. It's their abilities that make them free. They don't need money. They don't need a single dollar because they've got the ability, the resourcefulness, the determination and courage, the the rational intelligence to deal with any financial situation. And I'd argue that that is freedom far more than accumulated wealth could ever be. I mean, it's well documented that when somebody wins the lottery, about a year later, or maybe a bit more, they're in a worse financial situation than before they won. They can't handle all that inherited wealth. They're not trained in managing the fiction of money. They end up getting themselves in all kinds of shit because they don't understand that money isn't real. They buy a lot of real things with it, and then suddenly they have a lot of fictional money on those real things. A business person, a smart entrepreneur who's failed 50 times and finally got a business off the ground, never needs money again. Because they know how to go from zero to something. And they know the principles of that. If you took away money and replaced it with another system, that entrepreneur would thrive in that system too. If you remove money and said, we're all trading in uh, sheep now, the entrepreneur would be a sheep master within a week. But the person who stockpiles wealth, who hoards and chase financial freedom, they'd fall to pieces. They'd go around, they'd still be trying to buy things with money, even though the new system was about sheep. They're, tra- they're conditioned and programmed and owned by the invisible God called money. How can it be financial freedom if you can't choose what you want to do? If you have to sacrifice current enjoyment of life for a fictional future that may not happen. And where there's a lot of verifiable evidence that people who have achieved that dream of the future that you're going for still aren't happy. 
still don't feel free. If anything, they feel more trapped and panicky because they know they should feel free, but they don't. They start to think, fuck, maybe a million's not enough. Maybe I need 10 million. Maybe I need to own three companies. Maybe I need to invest in this, that, and the other. I must do this. Must do that. Have to. Have to. Fucking have to. Freedom is completely gone, even though they've got the whole world laid out on their feet as options. There are people who can travel the world on like a dollar a day. They're the masters of money. There are people who know to, know how to hunt and gather food, can survive without being part of the economic system. They're financially free. You don't have to become this. You can play the game. Just don't get lost in the game. Don't make the game a religion. I use money. I go and buy food with it. I make imaginary agreements with people where I take stuff off them and they can have some of my imaginary bank account numbers. I'm fine with that. And then I give stuff to other people and they give me their imaginary bank account numbers and I flow that around. I use this tool. But I'm constantly aware that none of it exists. I'm constantly aware that stockpiling those numbers is a pointless pursuit if if the process of doing so doesn't feel free. I make money doing this. My podcast, coaching. I scrounge dollars here, there and everywhere in a way where I actually enjoy the process where if I was told I was going to die tomorrow, I wouldn't look back and go, fuck, I gave up my freedom for money. I'd say, no, I used money to be free on a daily basis. So this doesn't mean you go and blow all your money on hookers and cocaine, just do whatever you want. Doing what you want isn't freedom. Making wise choices based on the options available to you that align with your values and bring you increased quality of life, that's freedom. Sometimes I do things I don't like to be free. Have an uncomfortable confrontation, spend money and invest on something important. But hoarding money, that has never been the definition of freedom for me, ever. Though I used to live by that and call it freedom, it wasn't really freedom, it was slavery. My boss at my old job could tell me to do whatever the fuck he wanted to tell me, even if it wasn't in my contract, and I'd be so scared of losing money that I'd sacrifice and compromise my principles. How the fuck is that freedom? Freedom is knowing that you can tell your boss to go fuck himself any day of the week, because you'll find another way to find money if that's what happens. Freedom is knowing that that Bitcoin you've been investing in, if it turns out to be bullshit, then you just drop the whole project... And you don't sniff and cry about the money lost because you didn't really lose anything because money doesn't exist. It's just a game. A fictional game that we play. If you're stockpiling money like Scrooge McDuck, I'm telling you, you're, you're worshipping the wrong god. And every moment you spent making that money, that wasn't a moment of you living with integrity, connecting well with people, enjoying the pleasures of the world, exploring, proving your skills and adaptability. Those are wasted moments if they were just in the pursuit of money. I know this is a highly opinionated piece, but I see so many people wasting their lives chasing money instead of connecting with friends and family, pursuing hobbies that will give them enjoyment, treating this year like it's the last year they're going to ever live, stockpiling resources instead of stockpiling good memories. And it crushes me to watch this. It crushes me because that was me. But I made the shift and I'm glad I did. Financial insecurity, it's scary. It is. Despite the fact I know money's fictional, it still scares the shit out of me because I know everyone else believes in it. And I live in that world. 
I know that if I run out of money, people are just going to start treating me pretty badly, you know? And that does scare me. But I also know that if they do that, because of my training over the last few years as an entrepreneur, I'll find a way. I'll get through it. I will be resourceful. I will answer the unanswerable questions. I will figure out how to make the unknown known. Because I've never needed money. Or should I say, over the last few years, I have not needed money to trust in myself, to feel secure. I've found other ways. I've developed who I am. I think as Thomas Edison says, the best investment you can make is to pour money into yourself. Couldn't agree more. If you want to figure out what to do with your money, invest in yourself. Coaching, training, hobbies, travel. All these things that make you a better developed person, a more adaptable, evolved human being who can handle more shit. The more shit you can handle, the less you'll need money. Guaranteed. And that is an exponential curve that eventually reaches this tipping point where you are so sure of your ability to handle the unknown and to handle shit that money really is just a plaything to you. It's no longer your master, it's your slave. You treat it as you see fit. You do not do anything to serve or worship it. (sighs) Those are my thoughts. And if I had to sum it up as simply as possible, if right now any part of your week is taken up doing things you hate just to make money, then you're a slave to money. And you need to ask yourself if you're okay with that. You're a slave to something fictional and you need to ask yourself, is that the kind of person I want to be? Is that my definition of financial freedom? Because you can have financial freedom today without earning a single extra dollar by just deciding that money is no longer your master. Instant freedom. I'll let you decide. Get in touch if you want any further support with that. And you want to give me some of your fictional money. (laughs) So that I can give you my support. (laughs) Or not. Or keep chasing that, that big dollar sign. Good luck to you. Catch you all later.